Right now, uh, the Brits are voting on uh, leaving the European Union, uh, which the more research, the more I look into it, the better I like it. I, I actually think they ought to go. But Andrew Wilson is on board with us. He was with us last week from the Show Me Institute. Give us some insights. Andrew, welcome back. How are you? I am fine, Gary, and how are you? I'm doing well. You know, the more I look at uh, Britain and the European Union, the more I think they they really ought to leave. Uh, I, well, I, go ahead. Uh, uh, well, the people who say they should remain, in, uh, starting with Prime Minister Cameron, have waged this uh, ridiculous scare campaign about all the adverse consequences that would flow from leaving. Uh, and you would think that Britain could no longer be a self-governing country if you listen to the Remain people like David Cameron. And I think that's totally absurd. Uh, Britain has been a self-governing country for well over a thousand years. And if the vote is to leave, uh, I can assure everyone that the sun will rise tomorrow in Britain. And, and it will go on. And I think it may well be better off than if it stayed. You know, some of these um, other countries that are member, member nations, uh, they're running up some incredible debt. Um, I don't know. I, it just seems like it's out of control. It is. And, of course, uh, what is now the European Union began as a common market back in 1957. Uh, Britain joined in 1973. And then it had a referendum in 1975 to ratify its its membership in the uh, common market. Margaret Thatcher was then the opposition leader. This was four years before she became the prime minister. And Margaret Thatcher enthusiastically spearheaded uh, Britain's continued engagement in the European common market. But at that time, it was a giant free trade zone. And Thatcher very much approved of that. But uh, then she became prime minister in 1979, and of course she had uh, a number of great successes. Uh, she really did roll back socialism in Britain, and she joined with Reagan in winning the Cold War. Uh, and that didn't happen until the end of the 80s. But she won her third and last term in 1987. And by that time, she had, been, she had become very concerned about Europe uh, or, or the common market metamorphosing from a free trade area, which she approved of, into this giant mega state. And as she pointed out, it was very ironic that all this pro-Europe, uh, let's have a European government movement, uh, was taking place at the same time that the old Soviet empire was imploding and falling apart. And uh, as she memorably said in a speech in, in Brugge in 1988, we have not successfully rolled back the frontiers of the state in Britain, only to see them reimposed at a European level with a European superstate exercising a new dominance from Brussels. And I think that subsequent history has shown that um, Maggie Thatcher's concerns were very real and very prophetic. 
Yeah. Um, what does the latest uh, polling indicate? Better than that, where are the gambling sites saying? It, it's all up in the air. You know, we won't know until late tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, the, uh, you know, the uh, Wall Street Journal this morning was saying the polls were ping-ponging, <laughs> that some had uh, leave one or two points ahead and some had it one or two points behind. And uh, the and the gamblers have been gambling. I think the gambling is tilted uh, uh, in uh is 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 betting that uh, Britain will remain, but uh, you know we just don't know. Man, they can get rid of those tariffs. They can have more free trade. Um, right. Then they've got right. that immigration problem. Right. Right. Uh, so we're no tomorrow morning, but um, life will go on either way, and uh, the and even if Britain does vote to remain. Uh, the European Union has all kinds of problems, and uh, who knows whether it will survive or not. And I think that that's why financial markets are in such a tumult, uh, that the concern is not just about Britain, but that uh, if, if Britain leaves, and uh, maybe even more so if it leaves and then thrives and, and has uh, resurgent growth uh, and benefits from leaving, that um, that may cause the whole house of cards in the European Union to fall apart because uh, it, it is not in a stable condition now. You've seen the currency crises. Of course, Britain insisted upon maintaining the English pound, and so it's not a part of the Eurozone. Uh, yeah, it, it, of, if Germany leaves the uh, Eurozone, <laughs> then they're in trouble. Well, Germany is the Eurozone. Yeah. I mean, they're, uh, they're the country that uh, props it up. And, you know, the richer northern uh, uh, EU countries are having to prop up the southern countries. And all of the countries have this huge immigration problem coming from uh, Africa and the Middle East. And so uh, uh, it's, it's difficult times for the European Union. And the European Union has been uh, uh, in its entirety, a sort of a huge no-growth zone for some time now, and so economically, it's not been doing well at all. Yeah, two or three GD, two or three percent GDP growth over the last less survey? than that. Less than no, that. I think uh, I, I I think you know roughly zero GDP growth for the European Union as a whole in recent years. Uh, it's it's been stagnant. Members have committed themselves to maintaining manageable levels of debt. Uh, capped at a maximum of 60% of GDP. Deficits capped at a maximum of 3% per year. Uh, they got, mm-hmm. oh, man, they're just, they are a mess. <clears throat> well, we will uh, see what happens tomorrow, uh, but I, I really do think they ought to get the hell out of it. Andrew, thank you for being with us. Okay, and thank you very much, Gary. All right, Andrew Wilson from the uh, Show Me Institute.